if humanity is going to be a true monument, it's built on our primitive creaturehood. It's going to incorporate all that. Not, yeah. A, not, yeah, not in spite of it. week did that work yeah 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 I did it <laughs> okay. yeah it did did what it was supposed to flip flip the burger flip uh, the burger <laughs> <laughs> this is some <laughs> this is not exactly newfangled <laughs> idiom I'm, I've missed out on so far. <laughs> uh, well, it flips so you can cook the other side. <laughs> yeah. I know why I don't know flips. if you were. It seemed familiar. Of this, of this uh, ancient uh, process. <laughs> yeah. Cooking meat. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Took myself on a little vacay that was tagged on to a tuning I had oh. uh, deep in the hills in Tuolumne. Okay. Jackson. Yeah. Hills. Right. <laughs> yeah. And there's some, yeah, there's really beautiful places. Out there. And, uh, found, found a cave to go into. No kidding. Mm, no, That's took a, pretty took cool. Took a little tour. Yeah. <laughs> it was very cool. Yeah, it's this place called Moaning Caverns, and it's um, basically uh, it's one big chamber, and apparently it's like the biggest single chamber cave in California oh. um, and so it takes you from ground level and then takes you down this completely straight vertical spiral staircase um, okay. that is made out of like parts from a World War One battleship that were shipped to the location loaded down into the cave and then welded from the ground up. <laughs> I see. And so you walk down this narrow spiral staircase made of metal. Right. Um, that's down been into the earth. Yeah, that's like a hundred years old this year. Okay. And still 
solid. Yeah. Hasn't needed anything. <laughs> Apparently, it's like this marvel of huh. welding, and like welders from all around will come to see that. Oh, um, okay. Let alone the cave. <laughs> tune up. Yeah, all right. Yeah, apparently it was like a serious feat. Um, huh. And it, yeah, it's very impressive. I bet. It's very impressive. I'll show you pictures and I'll yeah. include some in the video. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, it takes you down this straight spiral staircase, uh, 165 feet. Um, okay. Down into the earth. And then you're... Then there's just a platform where you get to behold the, the chamber. Hmm. And so when you <coughs> when cool. you get to the bottom, it opens up. Or it it's the <coughs> it's open around you, so oh, you're you're a little the, around the staircase. Yeah, you're a little removed to the side, but you can. Okay behold the space you're I in see. it as you um, descend and um, so did you just yeah. stumble on that or had you found out about it I in looked advance? I looked after going to Shasta Caverns a few months ago um, and being and being in a cave sort of theme artistically um, I've taken oh. a new liking to them. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. I suspect I'll continue to do so. Uh, keep keep finding caves around the world. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very very cool. Very cool. It's, um, at some point the tour guide and it, was, it was just me and this family of four um, with two little girls and then the tour guide and um, at some point he was describing what it must have been like for the first people to discover it yeah. and like the natives in the area had all sorts of stories and tales about it, um, and but couldn't get down in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, someone question. did because yeah. there were stories about it and stories it. about bones, and right. which would be insane to imagine yeah. someone managing to do that. <laughs> um, and then describing the miners that original that event then that were looking for gold and oh, sure uh, ended up being the ones who owned it uh, claimed it right um, <laughs> right <clears throat> how they were like they were just lowering themselves down by like a rope and a bucket <laughs> and <laughs> right with like a candle in their mouth or something. <laughs> right. and, and not even a good rope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he was telling that story and that was trippy enough just to like yeah. try and imagine. And then he turned off all the lights <laughs> in <laughs> the cave. Yeah. In the cave. And uh, that was when 
like I understood a cave. Because <laughs> before it's lit up in really right. tasteful ways and uh -huh. specific points in the cave to make it really beautiful. Um, but yeah, then he turns off the lights and then it's like, this is what a cave is. <laughs> this right. complete, total so, darkness. Yeah. Like a darkness that we hardly ever experience. Yeah, anymore. yeah, you, you, <laughs> you, you can't really get <laughs> anywhere else, <laughs> sure. except for like pre-birth or something, <laughs> and after. <laughs> yeah, and that was huh. yeah, that was profound. Like opening and closing your eyes in such a space, and I bet it was. And then to being able to take that imagination further of what it would be like to go down in a cave for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it's insane. To, <laughs> sure. to, or like, that was the experience of like, oh my God, the, the gall, <laughs> the gall, the right. gall of someone yeah. to, go down in complete darkness, have no idea of the shape of the thing. Right. Um, they have no sense of where anything, the walls, anything Nothing. is. They're just going down into the literal unknown. And oh. I had some respect for them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rightly like, so. Damn. Right. <clears throat> Adventurers. Yeah, that's, that's some serious adventure there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's wild. Highly suggest. Highly suggest. It's like 25 bucks. Oh. It's well worth it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It really is. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, that experience of darkness and then it does something yeah profound to <coughs> physiology uh, it's like deeply deeply rejuvenating uh, mm -hmm. and then paired with surfacing again and being out in the daylight there is something like there is definitely some reborn rebirthing that occurs which hmm yeah. That's yeah. What that, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> and what's the name of this place? Uh, it's called Moaning Caverns. And hmm. Moaning Caverns Adventure Park. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they have a whole tour where you can, um, for I think a couple hundred bucks, get fitted with headlamp and gloves and rope and go get on your hands and knees and oh. really splunk the thing because okay. the chamber goes even deeper. Okay. And you can crawl you and can it, yeah. you can get in there if you want to. <laughs> if you want to, yeah. Huh. Which I suspect I'll. That's pretty exciting. I'll do at some point. Yeah. In my life. 
Yeah, it was very cool. And then I camped out at a spot um, nearby on this lake um, that was like completely deserted. There's maybe like one other person uh, oh. in the 90 campsites. Cool. Um, yeah. So I ended up being like, yeah, it's a very like kind of walkabout vacation. Right. Um, <laughs> which, I was, which I was wanting yeah. and needing. <laughs> just spent, yeah, spent a night out and cut. And Did you have alone. a tent or were you under the stars? No. Yeah. yeah, 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 the, the single person one that I got from you. Oh, just yeah, that'll do just nicely, yes. Excellent. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's good. Oh, very good, yeah. It was a good break. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good break. <laughs> yeah, and I think I was beginning to say I've been um, intermittent fasting of a sort the last week or so and going like 12, 14 hours and just pushing my first bit of food back. So would the would the the <coughs> interval start when you wake up? I guess. Uh, when yeah. I last eat in the evening, and then through sleep to about midday. Oh, I see. And okay, been playing with that. Um, <coughs> and, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about fasting because uh, I haven't in God knows how long. <laughs> yeah, it's been. Um, I've done it at different times. Um, I'm doing a more daily run of it this time mm. and um, I definitely notice I'm a bit more sharp in the morning and there's just a bit more buoyancy mm. uh, just in general like Feels like a bit of a cleaner burn oh. of things. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Playing with it, and I notice when I've done it in the past, I, I had often noticed that the day after I would do a. A block of fasting, not like a full full day or days, yeah. but just like something like 12 to 16 hours. The day after, I would have a lot more just endurance, like stamina, um, huh. which I'm noticing now too. Um, yeah. Mm. So. 
<coughs> Interesting. Well, I'd like to talk, talk about, yeah, about um, vegetarianism. Sure, we're on the and, diet. And veganism okay. and all, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, for the last month and a half, I've been eating meat again. Uh, for the first time in years. <laughs> ten years. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and it's what, 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 why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I had been thinking about it. It started a couple of months ago, two or three months ago, that I started to think about it again, um, and just out of curiosity, wondering where I was with the issue of eating meat or not, and. and <coughs> Curious about testing, testing it and seeing, oh. like, seeing if a change would be in order if um, vegetarianism is still what I need. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been <coughs> curious about it, and then, um, and then Jade had suggested to me. Um, that I eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm already on the track of it. Yeah. Um, and so that's what began it. And um, so is the is is the meat restricted? I mean, do you avoid any particular kinds of flesh? No. Not yet. Not yet. I started with salmon. Which that's pretty mild as, as meat goes. As yeah, goes, for me yeah. it was weird though. I hated fish growing up. Like oh. I was down with all meat except for fish. Mm -hmm. So for me it was like the most weird thing to get. <laughs> um, that's a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Um, it's a pretty. kind of intense experience. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the, the the moment it touched my tongue, like my whole body was like what the this fuck? Is <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? Um <clears throat> you were at a restaurant? Uh, no, no, we, oh. I, Jade had made me a salmon. Okay. Um, as a, as a gift. Okay, yeah. <laughs> An introduction. Um, or a cut of it. Yeah. Another. Still learning. Right. To speak about such things. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. My whole whole body like rang with a kind of 
invigoration upon uh, the moment it touched my tongue and then eating it was like this really it's probably adrenaline going through my system as it was happening like partial like shock partial like I think identity shock in the moment of it too mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> and I think also like this invigoration of my body like like there's an element of it being foreign there's an element of psychologically the contrast of doing that and then I think mm -hmm. also my body was like taking to it mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah it was, it, was, it was a trip and yes yeah, so, so since then been <coughs> basically every day eating some sort of meat and um, still mostly doing what I've always done um, yeah. food wise because I enjoy what I do and it's been been working um, but plus meat and um, yeah and I'm just in experimental mode I like yeah trying it out it out and um, so is, is salmon the only fish you've had so far no no I've <laughs> well there's still a lot to try there's a lot oh, of animals out there I'm sure um, but <laughs> no no I've had I've had beef and a lot of chicken and um, some pork mm. I haven't had a steak yet though that's okay. that's that's getting close. That's okay. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> if you want a good sample, you gotta have. There's gotta be a, a slab in there somewhere. Surely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, physically, I'm. The change hasn't been massive. Like I was already pretty fucking healthy and yeah. eat a shit ton of protein right. um, so the change hasn't been dramatic but I do there is a basic in level of vigor that's increased like my baseline okay. uh, energy is definitely higher Okay. Um, That's good. Which is interesting. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. And. <coughs> yeah, I'm having a good time with it. <laughs> um, well, good. That's a, it opens up <laughs> another world. It does, yeah. <coughs> and that's. And the, the psychological element has been just as interesting, if not even more so than the physical part just like yeah there's it's illuminating a lot of things like like
there's there was so much of my identity that was associated with being a vegetarian, not eating meat, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, and it's been interesting to to just encounter that fall away. Um, mm -hmm. And like the 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 element of virtue that I've associated with it, like I don't have that. <laughs> you gotta think of something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Right. Um, <laughs> it's no longer a badge of virtue that I'm wearing. Right. Um, which was just was really interesting to encounter and. Um, yeah. I don't really care. <laughs> okay. And that, I mean, that, that aspect interests me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, let's see, yeah, you just, <laughs> just flung that badge <laughs> aside. Yeah, I, I, well, I, fall, I saw it fall away and I was like, oh, yeah, I've been, I've had that patch, but I don't give a right. shit. Right. Like, or like, yeah, that's, that's not like the fullest uh, expression of that actual <laughs> experience, but, but, um, uh. yeah, so like my, my initial decision to become a vegetarian, um, was because of a terrible, terrible documentary um, <laughs> <laughs> that scarred me deeply. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mom had been vegetarian since she was 17, but that didn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, it was this documentary that, yeah, about factory farming and just how awful it is mm -hmm. and and it just yeah seriously ingrained in me and um, and it's been interesting to so as I begin I've begun to eat meat encounter that initial decision and see how there was a kind of PTSD with that moment of decision. Um, like mm. it was this moment of God feeling Yeah, like scarred by what humans are possible or capable of. Oh, uh, yeah, well. <laughs> it was some encounter with like huh. um, brutality uh -huh. that seriously inflicted me and my, what I'm seeing as far as identity, like who I was, because I'm a human too. Sure. It's like... Um, Like there was, there was such 
this assumption of a shame about the whole ordeal. Just being involved. In being it. involved. Mm -hmm. And um, and this and having that effect like it, it very much goes with the, the mindset of um, for me it has gone with the mindset of like do no harm like try to restrain yourself mm -hmm. um, like restrain from violence um, don't take part in this evil mm -hmm. um, and yeah it's really intense it's a really intense like wiring of myself um, and like Yeah, it really shaped me in a way. It really mm -hmm. like set a trajectory of how I was viewing myself. And um, went along with this kind of like what, this like a fear of brutality, a fear of violence, um, mm -hmm. a fear of that, of killing an animal. Like that was, that seemed so unheard of to me. Um, perhaps at the time too, because I had never had any contact with actually slaughtering an animal. <coughs> and so that was oh. the most explicit it ever been was like the worst version right. of it right um, yeah so it was like well if that's what it means then no thank you uh -huh. i will not partake um but yeah so it's yeah, it's it's a really yeah, it's a really interesting change of like, there's this, it's a, there's definitely a kind of guilt of self that's falling away. That's good. In the process. And hmm. like, there's a kind of embracing of creaturehood that I feel like is happening too. Yes. Right. And um, my creaturehood mm -hmm. and my 
place as a beast in the, on, of the earth, in a, as well <clears throat> as a conscious mind, uh -huh. and a spirit and such. Like, right? Yeah, you, you, you do kind of have to. I mean, if you think about it, <clears throat> yeah, or never scratch all that. <clears throat> the way I think of it. <laughs> uh, is that it, uh, it's, <clears throat> I mean, I'm just one guy uh, in this God knows how long chain of evolution. Uh, and Somehow, other guys, other organisms like me have been <clears throat> eating other organisms <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and and it's not that, you know, what's been going on a long time is there for virtuous or even acceptable, but uh, at, at this point I think <clears throat> it's not, it's probably not the worst thing in the world. If, you know, if, it's, if it's been happening this long and <clears throat> we're still functioning, uh, then maybe I just need a, a bigger point of view. I mean, I don't, we don't, I don't, <clears throat> uh, guilt, you know, a dog for chasing a squirrel or, or killing a squirrel, eating it. Some people do. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's reasonable. I mean, the, the thing that, concerns and interests me most is um, the, sometimes I think that everything probably, but at least consuming animal flesh is too easy, which is where the factory farms and stuff come in to make it easy for us. Yeah. Uh, and so when I'm when I'm king, <clears throat> you can eat meat only if you uh, kill something. Mm -hmm. uh, you've somehow got to be involved, and not, not you know every time. Yeah. But uh, that would you would get a temporary license, you know, if <laughs> if you have. Yeah. <clears throat> um, taken some animal's life uh, and then eaten it. Yeah. Then that, that gives you some cred in my world that, yeah. that the rest, most of us just don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, that's, that's, I've shared in that kind of attitude, like, yeah, over the years, my, view of eating meat period for all people has 
grown to where like I don't I don't shame I haven't shamed people in a long time for this. <laughs> where I would have at an earlier age. Um, well, I d- yeah, I do. It has not been a bad thing. But my my rule has been for myself that like I couldn't eat meat if I f- like I could o- I would f- I would have to feel like I could kill an animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And and I do <laughs> now, um, yeah. which is <laughs> yeah is wild is wild. <laughs> um, um, and that's part of this mission too. Is I, yeah, have, I'm gonna go find a way to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I agree. I think that should be a part of it. I think it is too easy. Um, a big part of the problem is just people people have been disconnected from the reality of it. Right. And I think when you are, my sense is I'm, I'm new to all this but my sense is like when you are closer to the experience of it um, you f- you feel the rightness of the of the, mm-hmm. the circle of life you feel right you respect I think you it's at least imagining myself in such a situation like it would be a deeply meaningful experience to kill an animal and like respect driven uh-huh. and like <coughs> gracious um, right and I, I understand that you know, the kinds of well the stuff I've heard at least about Native Americans and their uh, you know giving some props to this buffalo or whatever it was yeah. you know, that they yeah. killed. This is I, I, I acknowledge your you know existence and yeah, thank I you. Appreciate yeah what uh, what you're doing for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that that's important. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were. Uh, a vegetarian. It was mostly, or, or, yeah. Your reasoning was ethical, and the initial, yeah, philosophical, and mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to dietary. Yeah, that's never been the case. Advantages, right? Okay. Yeah, that that's never held any weight to me. Mm-hmm. That meat is somehow bad for you. <clears throat> yeah. I have. It would be worth. Maybe I could look into the arguments a bit of that, but that seems. I don't know what you could say about that. Yeah, that's kind of a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, it really? Couldn't be that. Yeah. How did Probably we not. get here? Right. We're not talking about you know, ten hamburgers a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Okay. Yes, it's 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 very interesting. It's still still gathering data on the whole experience. Um, I've well, thought at times that I could possibly go back to being 
vegetarian and some sort of like part of what attracted to me attracted me to it also is a kind of essentialism uh. like it's just not necessary to kill an animal mm-hmm. um, and that's an interesting notion that I've kind of replaced with that I'm playing with replaced uh, now I'm playing with a new idea I guess of like receiving all that this world has to give Mm -hmm. taking full part in as much of this world as possible and um, and seeing flesh and flesh eating as a part of that like mm-hmm. like yeah one giant organism that's the earth being one giant organism and the ecology of the earth being Right. A giant unity that right. is blending and processing itself and producing mm-hmm. itself and, and and I like that idea way more right now because um, the other one of essentialism which I enjoy as a just kind of value mm-hmm. in, in a way, um, was bent more towards like restraining from existence. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> and trying to minimize mm-hmm. existence and, and footprint and Right. And I'm just tired of that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Tired of that being like a fundamental orientation. Right. I think it's an important tempering virtue, Mm -hmm. but not a value. Mm -hmm. It's not a fundamental value. Restraint cannot be a fundamental value. <laughs> no. You can just do nothing and <laughs> <Yeah>. win right away. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So. <laughs> I see. Yeah. So, so I'll, even just, even if I became a vegetarian again or something, this whole experience has been so valuable. Just the thoughts that it's stimulating and like the change, mm-hmm. the change of, attitude yeah and yeah I do uh, yeah I, I see I was uh, I don't know I may have mentioned this I was a vegetarian and for about a, I don't know a year year and a half in the late 70s um, <laughs> okay right around your age <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh it was interesting. Um, 
it was probably partly, or you know, it felt partly fashionable, mm -hmm. <coughs> and um, <laughs> a lot of people were doing it. I just wanted to see what what this, this is about. about. Yeah. What's all this? Yeah, let's. <laughs> uh, you know, does it does it matter? Will I? Will I like it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don't want to get on this. Right. Don't want to get <laughs> hop on this, this train. I don't know. Um, so I did it for a while, uh, and then said, "No, I don't think so." Mm. Um, it wasn't. Um, Yeah, it wasn't as it wasn't all that traumatic because it hadn't been very long. So, <clears throat> um, and uh, my habits, or you know, none of that really changed. Yeah, uh, I just ate meat again, uh, and I think that that's probably when I. Uh, began to develop some respect for hunters mm. who, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, whose approach is primal, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, they're there so, for the event. Yes, right, and they're, you know, in, in some ways they're more in touch with um, I don't know, maybe their animal nature. I don't know what, uh, how to characterize it offhand, but yeah, uh, their experience encompasses more of life, really. It uh, does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I can. That's. Yeah, I, 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 I can respect that, you know, and, and yeah. Uh, yeah, Although I, you know, I, a lot of people I I know, you know, kind of look down their noses at hunters as uh, I don't know, low life. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe just as you know, kind of more primitive. But I I think primitive is fine. That's okay. <laughs> you know, that's that's closer to the origin, closer to the earth, closer to nature. Yeah, there's definitely been some big sweeping judgments cast about what it means to be civilized. Oh. Um, Amen. And it's very Christian dogma, very influenced by Christian dogma of like mm -hmm. rising above your animal nature. Right. Transcend your creaturehood. Right. Um, <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Rise above your base desires. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, as opposed to enjoying them. 
<coughs> appreciating them for whatever role they might uh, yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, which is a serious split of a psyche, of a human psyche. I think civilization requires that, though. Civilization <laughs> requires... Requires a, some kind of disconnect, some kind of um, um, compartmentalization of things, <clears throat> of different aspects of life and uh, requirements, and uh, so that you can, or are required to. Uh, ignore all the little individual circumstances and uh, tendencies and penchants of various people in order to observe, say, a law which says that this behavior, this act or something is, is always wrong under all circumstances everywhere all the time. Um, let's see. I mean, that's, that's a tough one to sort out, because like... I, yeah, I know. And I'm kind of sorry I brought it up now, because... Because I, cause I have triggered me. Because... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and no, I realize I'm, I'm, how, you know, how messy the whole thing is. I mean, I'm down. I, like, it's a tough one to sort out, but... Uh, yeah, I'm glad to try a little, try a bit, like, my immediate reaction is like, that's how we've gone about civilization in this Earth's history, um, but I'm not convinced that, that they're inherently the case. I think it involves like some level of being that very human uh, objectivism and object uh, a human's ability to uh, see things objectively uh, as distinct um, mm -hmm. from things as uh, to be able to zoom out and create conceptual categories mm -hmm. and um, but I think at least in terms of our civilization we went about it in a particular way of very Christian-influenced, mm -hmm. uh, productively so and less so. Um, lots of good stuff. Right. Some very bad things yeah. are less good. <laughs> very, very much less good. Um, and that definitely resulted in some
Oh, there was a lot of just pushing from Christian manipulators too to shame the flesh sure. and shame creaturehood and sure. shame earthliness and <clears throat> um. see I, I think of that kind of <clears throat> shaming and labeling and like that uh, as uh, part of or you know, methods of control to yeah for sure uh, yeah and that's uh, yeah to call what to call the flesh sinful is a great way to right. make people feel guilty and guilty people are easily blown about yes and right yeah and and I don't I don't I don't know that that has that that's been a you know a good thing overall and I guess part of it uh, I, I really need a dictionary here <laughs> I remember <coughs> um, running across a definition of civilization yeah. that required um, monumental architecture. That's what, like... That's part of it. That would no, be the weather vane of sub civilization. Well, that's one of them, yeah. Is yeah. monumental architecture. Monumental architecture. That's so cool. if you don't have big things, then it's not, there's no civilization. So that they, no matter how well, say, I don't know, Australian Aborigines, for instance, no matter how well they functioned in their environment, no matter how well they treated each other, um, no matter uh, how you know, kind of self-satisfied they were, they didn't have <laughs> big buildings uh, and roads and, you know, pyramids or whatever. So their organization, social organization, just doesn't count. It's uh, because it doesn't meet all the criteria. And I see the and the, the problem is I can't remember what the other criteria, the other criteria. were. Uh, it just seems to me that, that if, yeah, if, you, if you've got to have uh, the twin towers, then uh, it's so uh, then that's okay. <clears throat> but it means for me that civilization is not automatically a good thing. You know, and the way it's talked about is civilization is is always good. <laughs> To be uncivilized is a bad thing. And I don't, I, I can't quite buy that. Yeah, it's, that, that, it's um, often way too black and white of a conversation. Yeah, and, uh, 
the system of laws was, you know, was, is, uh, was also part of it so that there are rules and things that everybody abides by. Um, and that's, you know, I, I think that kind of thing has to, ex some of those have to exist in order for us to get along with each other, even in small groups. <clears throat> there need to be some things that we have agreed are detrimental to our collective relationships. Yeah. Um, and of course, what those things are depends on <laughs> where you are and who's around you. Civilization's okay. <laughs> Western Civ, that's really what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're talking about West, the West. Well, I definitely, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the, like, the element of building and monuments, like, because I think, when I just, I mean, immediately hearing, uh, monumental architecture um just it's, i love that <laughs> it immediately uh, is a pleasurable thing to consider because uh -huh. um, i love huge beautiful architecture sure you know and um huge fan <laughs> huge fan glad that happened <laughs> um, <laughs> and what I want to say about it, I guess, like in terms of in relation to civilization and that being a criteria of civilization well it implies if you're building huge fucking structures um, it implies a certain mastery of things other things mm -hmm. food <laughs> right. production of food right uh, a certain mastery of like peace amongst the people and unification of the people, mm -hmm. where there's enough uh, coordination mm -hmm. and resources and time to be doing that. Right, um, you do have some some extra time on your hands. You got some extra time <laughs> on your hands, yeah. which I think is a good thing, and that's part of oh, yeah. the idea of civilization. Um, have more and more of the world and, and living in harmony. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm right with you. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then I think about um, hunter-gatherers, for instance, mm -hmm. you know, being said to, you know, work three, four hours a day, tops. Yeah. Uh, 
and that that seems in you know, not in those instances that seems like a benefit of no civilization in the you know in our terms yeah if the goal was to work as little as possible well, yeah which i do not that is definitely not my goal <laughs> uh-huh yeah, okay, that's that's interesting. Like cuz I've heard that that gets brought up. Yeah. Like like which I think is it's good that it does cuz it 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 matters what the goal is here. Um, sure. And and it's it's not that uh You, I mean, you could work more, do more stuff as much as you want. Yeah. But, but it's not 40 hours a week. Something that that does point to, uh, some, like, ideal that's nested in that hunter-gatherer yeah. vision of a tribe that has developed their own level of civilization of coordination with each other and mastery of their environment is like that does imply this kind of like potency like mm-hmm. um, like they're only working three four hours a day because they're they're working on the like essential thing right and that that feels super important um, and that's definitely something that I want to carry forward and I think should be carried forward mm-hmm. um, like so that kind of comes down to the essentialism element of like a primitive culture like mm-hmm. that should be carried forward in some way um, but part of what civil like Western Civ has allowed for in this building of this world uh, has allowed perhaps more individuals to determine what's essential for them mm-hmm. and then to focus on that um, and allows what's essential to be more unique and individual and of the person and of the mm-hmm. spirit of the person and the mind of the person. Have you, uh, have you read any um, Harari? Yuval Noah Harari? Um, this is the Sapiens dude. Sapiens dude, yes. No, I haven't. Um, he's an interesting guy. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I would, this, I'm not sure how this is relevant, but I, uh, I heard him say, he was going to talk about uh, the importance of, well, something that distinguishes humans from other uh, beings. Yeah. Um, that... 
we can function in large groups. Uh, and so that, <clears throat> uh, I've forgotten his specific example, but one is that uh, we, you could go to wherever it was you went last week. And not only are there, would there be people there who could understand what you said and you could understand them, um, but you'd have some general uh, worldview that was, worldviews that was compatible with each other. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, Oh, here's this is one example. Was it was the way that religion has affects things, can affect things, and affect us. That I think he he was talking about chimpanzees, and you couldn't. Uh, offer. Well, or if you offered a, a chimpanzee, and the, you know, this requires, requires language that you know, we, we don't have with them, but uh, you, could, you couldn't offer a, a chimpanzee a banana uh, or, no, or ask, tell a, uh, get a chimpanzee to give you a banana. So if you give me this banana now, then uh, when you die, you'll have all the bananas you want. You do this now, later on, uh, you will be happy forever. That's not gonna fly with the chimpanzee because he's got the banana now uh, and he's not giving it to you based on some verbiage. Yeah. Hope, I mean, hopefully no one would. <laughs> well, but we, <laughs> we do it all the time. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, in the, the context of like how little that hypothetical person reasoned that out in front of oh. the chimpanzee, hopefully no one would, <laughs> would go buy for that, that shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, but uh, and, uh, but it can happen anyway. <laughs> or that you could uh, go to you could drive, um, and this gets to you know, touches on the you know, uh, traffic and traffic rules and stuff. But you could drive to Sacramento and get on a, um, a plane and, um, or drive to Sacramento, park your car, go in and, and have an interchange with the, you know, the people at the ticket desk or whatever, uh, and exchange paper and uh, numbers and letters with somebody you don't know. Yeah. Because of this, this system. Yeah. 
um, upon which we have all agreed, tacitly or you know overtly. Yeah. Uh, and and that kind of coordination just doesn't happen in any other group other than with people. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that that's that's our primary advantage in the in this world is that we can do things that require thousands of people, hundreds, millions, and that that just couldn't happen without that agreement. In without those them. agreements. Mm -hmm. And my guess is that you know it has a lot to do with. Uh, our, you know, frontal cortex that enables us to, to you know, conceptual thinking and uh, mm -hmm. stuff that just doesn't seem to work with any other species. Yeah, it's like a human can make agreements and remake agreements. Right. Um, and ideally... Or, and ideally, has is updating those agreements as necessary, too, as life changes and new information comes through. Right. Um, whereas a chimpanzee in its current state, though, who knows where they'll go? Yeah. In the, <laughs> I don't know how the how the Earth will evolve. <laughs> um, has kind of made an agreement already on being a chimpanzee. Mm -hmm. It, the chimpanzee consciousness, agreed on that game <laughs> of being a chimpanzee, mm -hmm. and we do this. <laughs> this is what we do. This is what we do, and that agreement is just set in motion. Whereas a human, we ha we also have a basic creaturehood and nature agreement that we're already starting with, like biological contract of how things are going. Mm -hmm. But we also have this ability to build agreements on top of that. Yes. And elaborate and yeah and revise and, and right as we go as we go yeah and ideally those agreements when building monuments like ideally those agreements are just built soundly are made are made in conjunction with what we've started mm -hmm. on top of what we started or in work with the foundations of what we started. Um, and I think so that all that more abstract view, I think that's part of this general reaching back to primal nature that's happening is oh. we're reaching back to our foundational contract 
as earthlings, as creatures of the earth. Because we see that we've built up monuments that need to be, to refer back down to the foundation, mm. to the primitives, to the primitive, to the primal, um, if they're going to hold. Right. Because we're trying to build a monument of humanity, but it has to be solid the whole way through. It's gotta, right. Or it'll be <laughs> Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and fall over. Uh, yeah. Um, and and so yeah, I think it's it's really appropriate this fantasy this yeah, this return to primalness that's happening. Um, I think it's very appropriate and important. Um, in order to build, like those monu monumental architecture depends on, is built on primitive nature. It's not built in spite of it. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. If it's going to be a true monument, if humanity is going to be a true monument, it's built on our primitive creaturehood. It's going to incorporate all that. Not, yeah. Like, not, yeah, not in spite of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and so a lot of us like myself needing to go through and understand what those foundations are like, mm -hmm. both in the primitive sense like understand the way back but also, like, understand the foundations of our civilization itself. Yeah. Um, Which is saying something. Yeah. <laughs> Got that. Yeah. Like, we can't... Yeah, like, I'm using this building image and thinking of, like, where we are in history, where, like... Things are progressing constantly, and it sounds like things are, in some ways, better than they've ever been. Um, it's gonna be me. Okay, so using the building as uh, like a metaphor, the monument, and like a skyscraper as a monument, as a metaphor for like the human endeavor the human mm -hmm. journey and mm -hmm. how like it seems in ways that we're like at a kind of a, a it's not totally true but it seems like we're kind of it feels like we're at a standstill like at least in the unified sense 
we're not like moving forward as a hu human race. Oh. Um, which is not true because we are. Uh, but I'm just thinking, but it seems like a lot of people feel like that. Um, yeah, it seems that way. Uh, that are like craving progress, but like not seeing it. And I think, so using this image of a building, like, yeah, if we're, if we're going to keep building up, unless we want it to fall over, we have to go back down and examine our foundations. To ensure that they are sound. To ensure that they're sound and, and <clears throat> to see which parts are sound, mm -hmm. what made them sound, because uh, other people built that part. Right. So we have to go back and understand what made them sound, what parts are shaky, um, mm -hmm. and do some delicate work <laughs> of understanding before we can, yeah, build further. Yeah. Certainly what I feel like where I am in my life. <laughs> so how, do, I mean, how, do, how does one know, well, how do we define progress? How do we recognize it? How do you recognize it? Because things change all the time, but, mm. you know, the, the... That's a good question. The connotation, anyway, of progress is that it's good, that it's improvement. Yeah, it has an inherent in kind of association. Right. Um, uh, but why, but why, t but by what terms, by what standards? Right. Right. And it's, I mean, there are, well, you know, the people <laughs> called progressives these days um, are, you know, as far as I can tell, at least <laughs> flaky, you know, maybe not entirely, but. Uh, what do you mean? Lot, well, just, a, I think a lot of the, uh, Well, for instance, cancel culture is, is very, I don't know, might be the same thing as just kind of a group shaming uh, mm -hmm. uh, of somebody or a group or... Uh, yeah, critique a, taken to an extreme. T exactly. And at this point, I, don't, I, I think it's at least... Uh, debatable, and clearly it is, and lots of people are debating it, but <clears throat> uh, some of the things that uh, are thought of as progressive could are just really radically different, not necessarily Progress. good for you know, humanity as a whole in the long run. Mm -hmm. uh, just to kind of blip. <coughs> <clears throat> in the same way that, at least here uh, in, the, in the U.S., menthol cigarettes were promoted uh, as beneficial 
the mental yeah. health was good for you. And you know, if, you had, a, if you had a cough, then you need a menthol cigarette. Oh, honey, you need a menthol. <laughs> have a menthol, you'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah. Right. You know, and I've I've seen in print ads um, where you know more doctors recommend Lucky Strikes or whatever Camels or something than any other brand, and mm -hmm. um, but now we think that was just the height of goofiness, but that was the zeitgeist, you know, a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Seventy years ago. Yeah, which is definitely motivated by fuckery. <laughs> yeah. And, and greed. Uh-huh. In its, yeah, sort of blind context. I want to let's try to answer that question though. It's like you you asked me, yeah, how do we define progress? Um, in terms of. Humanity, I think. Less people dying from famine. Progress. Um, less people dying from crazy diseases. It's probably good. Mm -hmm. uh, more people having uh, more money, I think is good. Yeah. It's progress. Uh, more people having the opportunity to make money, I think is progress. Um, Okay. I can, I can see that. Right. Yeah, I can see that. And um, generally, those criteria or criteria like that have been my uh, go to. Um, and lately, I've been thinking of people as an invasive species. Okay. And <laughs> go on. <laughs> and so that all the things we, you know, all the saving lives and um, making it easier for people and stuff like that is is in aid of that 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 part of our nature, the uh, yeah, the in, invasive part. Um, I've seen, <clears throat> I've seen um, 
indications that, uh, or some numbers, I guess, that, that population seems to be leveling off. I've heard that, It's yeah. not burgeoning the way it has been for, I don't know, 100 years. Yeah. And some people are alarmed by that uh, because there, you know, there won't be another billion, you know, <laughs> next year. But I, I think that's good, uh, or at least I think that that could easily be good, a good thing. And that somehow, overall, just in terms of you know the Earth as an organism, that that's part of a, a balancing uh, tendency. That there are, because a lot of people think there are too many folks. That's and that's really the problem: overpopulation. Too many that's, people. It's a um, common thing to yell. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, and so I'm really, I'm, I'm on the fence. I don't, I don't really, I don't know. But I know that uh, there are, you know, a lot of people, and I don't, I don't see how fewer people could be bad. Now maybe it, it matters, you know, why, why, I suppose. <clears throat> I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. Um, I don't, th I, I agree, I think there is a, probably a natural, earthly homeostasis that's constantly in flux. Right. And keeping things in check and mm -hmm. sprouting up diseases when things need to be called <laughs> and <laughs> right. yeah. um, I think there is a bit of natural checks and balances going on there which is part of why I also think that um, should be a, at least very skeptical about saying there are too many humans. Um, oh, right. Because, because it's like, says who and why are you saying that? Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you actually know <laughs> some greater synthesis of information about the Earth in its entirety and what it can hold? And... No. Probably <laughs> most, 99% you do not, and no one fucking knows no. what the earth can handle. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, to... That's a, I haven't really thought about it like that before, like, when people talk about the world being overpopulated, like, you have no idea. You have no fucking clue. No. Um, you've heard someone say that, and right. read it, it somewhere. Huh? It fits in with your own um, what 
fear that humans are an invasive species. <laughs> right. And that you are particularly an invasive <laughs> species. Which... Especially you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, which I think I just take serious issue with more than ever. Like, and challenging that, my own versions of that and needing to challenge my own versions of that because like it's motivated heavily by like some original sin shit and mm -hmm. <laughs> shame about creaturehood and mm -hmm. shame about your having mm -hmm. any sort of effect whatsoever upon the world <laughs> um, yeah right as if we were not literally made of the earth right um, like we're not supposed to be here. Like we're or not something. supposed to be here. Yeah. And I do not like that idea that we are not supposed to be here, that we're an invasive species. Um, I think it's just not, I think it's a terrible idea, and I think it's not true. Um, it's literally just not true. And acting like we're an invasive species gives a lot of power to anyone who hates the world. Because it gives them license to do, to call and enact their hatred of the world upon upon it and upon humanity really right um, mm -hmm. <sighs> Yeah, I don't think it's true. I don't think we are an invasive species. I think where that comes from, partially, if I were to try to do that and articulate that, is like one part of it is just the scales fell from our eyes as a species. We became conscious that we of our effect and we, mm -hmm. we became able to have judgments about it um, and to see our effect as like an objective thing um, that we have an effect just basically plus um, Yeah, a lot of motivating shame mm -hmm. and coerced ideas of guilt. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm.
Mm. Yeah, I don't think we're an invasive species. I think, like, the... Like, we are... This is an, this is an idea of um, Jane Roberts. Mm. It, that, like, we are the eyes of the earth. Um, we are the discerning eyes. We are the voice of the earth. Um, we're of the body of the earth. Um, and like we're meant to see the world in its particularity and categorize and, and give voice to it and mm -hmm. build on it like we're the thing that can build upon the earth can take can move the earth forward in, in a in a what an elaborate way Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that that sounds like or reminds me of uh, <clears throat> what I mentioned about um, Harari and our uh, ability, people's ability to or yeah, ability to to do coordinated action. <clears throat> um, and you know, you function in a coordinated way thousands of miles away. Because uh, that's nothing else is going to do <laughs> is going to do that, yeah. Uh, or yeah, no other animals. I mean, uh, I am kind of interested in. The, is it it? Is that the? Um, do I want to say mitochondria? I'm not sure that's the word, but the in the soil, you know. The mycelium. Mycelium. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, I'm very interested in that. Yeah. You know, because it's 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 really new. Uh, yeah, it's blowing up and the idea yeah, of mycelium and just mushrooms. discovered it, you know, for all practical purposes, you know, very recently. Yeah, and and its connections to each other, to itself, and everything, and, and everything. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, what's that all about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's that doing? It's got to yeah. be doing something. You know, we all have some effect on other things, so. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's certainly the little bit I know is that the va the mycelial reality is vast and fucking ancient and covers yeah. most of the earth. Yeah. And connects uh, most things. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like 
Yeah, it's kind of like the most physical, like the most objective example of connectivity I think we've mm -hmm. ever encountered. Yeah. I think that's part of why it's so cool. As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. I think my closing note would be um, just in the context of what we talked about today, like talking about like where does civilization and the primitive meet, um, building on the primitive rather than in spite of it, building architecture. I think of the Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. Um, that's all about architecture and the hero of the story oh, yeah. is an architect right. and that is a <clears throat> beautiful glorious display of the integration of those things okay um, where his buildings um, come out of the landscape his buildings are made he's an artist they're in context with mm. the landscape and then he builds off of that and she often describes the buildings as if like they were meant to be there when oh. you see them okay. and it's as if the earth was like being given a chance to elaborate right. upon itself through this human okay. and that's what I think humans are um, okay. And that's, I think, the, what we're actually supposed to be doing. Um, and how it can, how it could work. And often does, I think, more than not. Mm-hmm. Um, and the element of context, I think, maybe we could it gets associated with the primitive like they live in the natural world right and the proper human builder builds in context of the world not in spite of it in context with the world um, mm. that's interesting yeah. and the uh, <clears throat> I ran across something not long ago that talked about the word artificial and artifice uh, and okay. how we generally now <clears throat> um, artificial is not com not complimentary if you say something is artificial yeah it's immediately associated That's to be like yeah bad bad right <laughs> or sad so yeah just uh, out of place yeah um and it didn't start out like that that if sent to say something was uh artificial was a compliment uh, because the emphasis was on art and that contribution that somebody made to um, the world by manipulating these materials, whatever they were, mm -hmm. uh, and creating something that uh, that hadn't existed before. Mm 
And couldn't have. And couldn't have, right, without that uh, human uh, interference, <laughs> maybe, mm -hmm. assistance, you know, mm -hmm. depending on your point of view. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and so, this civilization is a tricky business. People in large groups, very, you know, it's very... It's a work in progress. <laughs> it's a work in progress, yeah. Um, progress in the, I don't know what sense that would be, probably more basic, just that it's continuous. There was a past and presumably there'll be a future and uh, this is progress in that it's moving from the past to the future, but it doesn't really imply improvement, just some inherent or maybe artificial development of whatever's been going on. It's changing. Um, it's doing things, it's affecting other things around it. Um, and those processes change as we go on and we, we can call it progress uh, and I suppose it is, unless you think, unless progress is always good. And uh, I guess that, yeah, my, <laughs> judgment is that it, it isn't. <laughs> mm. It's just what comes next. Mm. Well, yeah, maybe that's another thing we should dig into <laughs> sometime. Um, I think progress is inherently good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it's actual progress. Otherwise, it's something else. Do you have a word for it? Well, there's a certain, I guess there's a process of judgment that has to be, you have to determine whether it's progress in context right. with what came before. And up to that point of it being labeled progress, I would just say it's change. Yes. Um, okay, just change. Yeah, that's and neutral. Yeah. 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 And... I would like to think ultimately things are just progressing, like the universe is neutral, good, mm -hmm. progressing towards better and better. Um, but definitely in the human context, we have, we have to go through the process of evaluating <laughs> our effects yeah. and determining if it's progress in light of our life. And yeah, that, that little slice that we know about. Yeah.